for the week of May 9th. This is Mojo Weekly. I am John. Yeah, consoles and handholds are two entirely different things, and I'm not afraid to argue it anymore. This is a thing. And I'm sick and tired of pretending they're not. What's your name, asshole? Hi, this is Joshua. (laughs) All right. And fucking here's your news, Josh. I'm way too tired and Mother's Day drunk to argue about such semantic bullshit. So let's just roll with the news. Nintendo announced a new game creation software, Josh, called Game Builder Garage for Switch. And it's coming out in just a few weeks on June 11th for 30 bucks. What the hell is Game Builder Garage? Game Builder Garage, Josh, is for anyone who's always wanted to make their own video games, Game Builder Garage is the perfect place to start. Damn. Through the use of guided lessons and memorable Nodon characters, which, you know, don't, you know, don't get too hung up on that. It's just, you know, hey, I'm little button guy. Hey, I'm little uh, analog stick guy. Hey, I'm little other button guy, and if you push me, you can do other things. Uh, Game Builder Garage helps make creating video games just as much fun as playing them, according to their press release. With this new software, kids, parents, and everyone in between can have fun learning to create and share their very own video games by connecting colorful creatures called Nodon. Anyone can enjoy learning how to create their own game through fun, guided lessons that cover the basics of video game programming. And no prior experience is necessary. Well, damn. Color me intrigued, my friend. Yeah, so to get an idea of what Nodon look like and how they work in the game, as well as getting a taste of the types of games you can create, you can check out the announcement trailer for Game Builder Garage that was released last week. So, Josh, this is uh, this looks like... I mean, it looks pretty neat. It looks like, you know, um, Nintendo's done stuff like this in the past. They made they made Super Mario Maker. Uh, mm-hmm. They made uh, WarioWare uh, DIY several years back for the DS. Oh, yeah. um, they've done something more recently with uh, Nintendo Labo, uh, where you can kind of create mm-hmm. little things. So it, this, this looks really neat. It looks like... You know, you just kind of take little nodes and connect them together and you kind of can create little side-scrolling action games or you can create other sorts of games. Uh, It looks pretty neat, man. And for 30 bucks, and this came fucking out of nowhere, man. Uh, They they didn't have any sort of Nintendo Direct to announce this. this. Uh, They didn't do it, you know, at E3. Nothing like that. They're just like, oh, hey, by the way, we've got this new game creation software that we're going to release in a month. That's pretty slick. It is. Uh, I wonder wonder how similar this might be to a little Xbox One project that I was really excited about when the Xbox One was first announced. Um, And that was called Project Spark. Do you remember that one at all? I uh, loved it. Initially, when we got that, me and my kids, like, we sat down with it for, like, a half a day, and they were creating little games, and I'm like, I can't wait to see what creations they come up with and what things they're going to come up with, and then they literally never touched it for six years, so, <laughs> yeah, um, it was too overly complex, it wasn't very fun, um, some of the programming things that you can do, you can make, like, an AI bad guy, you can have them do, like, an if-then-this, you know, type of scenario with some programming, but it just wasn't quite as uh, user-intuitive as we'd hoped, but, um, yeah. 
I always get excited when things like this are released and I buy it right away and I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to make my own little game and then I never touch it. <laughs> yeah, know? right. That's for real. Uh, so let's talk a little bit more about this. So Nodon are creatures with big personalities that are used to help build your games from the ground up. There are dozens of Nodon in Game Builder Garage, each with a unique function, and you can learn how to build games just by connecting them in various ways. For example, you can create and move a human-like character with the analog stick just by connecting stick Nodon with person Nodon. Thus... Oh you will get to learn the basics of game programming in a fun and intuitive way. You'll be able to create a wide variety of different types of video games too. From side-scrolling platformers to kart racers to space blasters. So you can have lesson mode and you'll meet the colorful and quirky Nodon, uh, the creatures that you will use to learn the basic concept of video programming in step-by-step -step interactive lessons you can take at your own pace. And there's also free programming mode where you can bring your own game ideas to life by putting all the skills learned in the lessons to the test. And with a mm. simple press of a button, you can swap between programming and game screen to quickly try out your creation and see how it plays. So you can also exchange and download games with friends and family over the internet or via a local wireless connection. So nice. in other words, you know, just like Mario Maker, you can download other people's levels and then kind of take them apart, dissect them, see what makes them work and uh, use that for inspiration. So it's, it's neat. You know, Nintendo's good at this shit. You know they are. This is super cool. Yeah, uh, and this is this is also interesting. So while uh, Game Builder Garage can be controlled with a Joy-Con controller, Nintendo Switch Pro controller, or the controls of the Nintendo Switch Lite system, you can also build games using a compatible mouse that is plugged into the USB port on the Nintendo oh. Switch dock. No so, way. So yeah. you can program things with a mouse, huh? Yeah, apparently. Apparently so. So, uh, you know, this is something I think I'll probably download from the eShop. You know, it's 30 bucks, and it's probably right. not a not a huge, uh, huge, uh, huge download. I'll probably download, fuck around with it for a little bit, and, uh, you know, download other people's neato stuff, and then be like, wow, I wish I could do that. I wish I was creative enough to do that. <laughs> you know, just like just like with Super Mario Maker. But I love right. I, I love that they're uh they're putting this this sort of thing out. It's it's kind of neat. That's super cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Speaking of super cool, dude, uh we talked about this last week and uh you know, turns out the Yakuza series, uh they announced uh again, uh like we mentioned last week, they announced uh Judgment uh, sequel for for the kind of Yakuza spinoff, and it's going to be called uh, what is it called? Last Lost Judgment? I don't know, man. Whatever. Anyway, uh, I'm too I'm too like uh, sleepy and drunk to care. Uh, but they but what they announced is that Yakuza will remain a turn based RPG series going forward. So if you jumped into the Yakuza series in uh, Yakuza Seven and you're like, oh hey look, it's a turn based RPG. Yeah, sounds like that's how Yakuza is going to remain. Uh, that said, though, Judgment uh, will be where you can get your action beat em up fix. So um, they announced a new Judgment game. Uh, Judgment is kind of a, um, the first game at least, was a more of a mystery, 
uh, crime series where you, you know, kind of had a little bit of, uh, you know, ace attorney kind of thing going on. But also, you know, you walk around and you beat the fuck out of people. Uh, Lost, Lost Judgment will be the sequel to that series. So if you like the action based stuff that uh that yakuza used to bring you're gonna have to play the judgment series to get that beat up ass beating stuff as mm. um it sounds like um uh yakuza will continue to be a turn be turn-based rpg uh, well, if, I, uh, uh, if i ever get the taste in my mouth for some beating some ass I yeah check that one out it, it, i gotta say though it does feel like we almost have at this point on Mojo Weekly, it's like our monthly Yakuza spinoff announcement. <laughs> yeah, Jesus right. Christ. Yeah, yeah. They they uh, they're just like, hey, by the way, we got another Yakuza or a Yakuza spinoff game coming. I- I'm not sure how I feel about this. You know, I I love the Yakuza series. I've played nearly every single game in the series, including uh, Yakuza Seven, like a Dragon, which is the turn based RPG. Uh, not sure that i'm as much of a fan of that as i was of the uh action beat-em-up uh flavored yakuza games so um it's i I will say it's just taken me a lot i'm in the middle of it right now on the ps5 and it's taken me a long time to kind of trudge through it i'm about 20 plus hours into it and normally i would have uh you know been near the end by this point and I i feel like i got a long fucking way to go uh okay i guess i'll take it all right if you guys want to make uh the yakuza mainline series rpg turn-based all right i guess i don't have a choice sure i'll, I'll, I'll play it i'll play it um i i, pre- I prefer the action beat-em-up style but um mm-hmm. whatever and finally josh uh the original Baldur's gate dark alliance which was uh, regarded as a hack-and-slash action classic for the PS2 and the original Xbox, has uh, a modern 4K re-release, my friend. What? So the game's comeback was uh, outed uh, in the new listings on the P- PlayStation Store and uh, revealed in a YouTube trailer. Wow. So according to that trailer, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance... Uh, It was coming to this Switch, the PS4, the PS5, the Xbox One, the Series X, and uh, was released just the other day on May 7th. So the re-release, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, has included updated high-res graphics and retained the presentation of the original. Hmm. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance was a beloved two-player cooperative action role-playing game in the vein of Blizzard's Diablo series. The game spawned a direct sequel, and its engine was employed for Champions of Norath, Realms of EverQuest, a similar hack-and-slash game based on the EverQuest MMO. Yeah, man, so um, it's out now. Uh, People are enjoying it. Apparently, uh, you know, it's it's got some bugs, but, um, you know, it's it's not, like, quite ideal, uh, according to things that I've read. But it's cool, because I remember this game being super popular back in the PS2 uh og xbox days and it's cool that they just kind of dropped this fucking out of nowhere yeah right um, a, a re-release of it that said though a new game called dungeons and dragons dark alliance which is developed by Tuke games uh carries on the series and the new dark alliance will shift the game perspective to a behind the back third person 
that plays kind of like the Gears of War series. I've been watching videos for this recently because uh, Dave's like, hey, we should uh, we should play this co-op online together when it comes out. And it looks fucking neat, man. So um, anyway, it's cool that uh, the original Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, they, they re-released it and, like I said, dropped it fucking out of nowhere. Um, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You know what I'd like to see as far as Dungeons & Dragons games? I'd love to see an HD remake of Forgotten Realms Demon Stone that came out on... <laughs> PS2 and the Xbox. I'd yeah. love to see an HD update of that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love it when they when they take these old school games and or, you know old school ish, you know, relatively speaking, and they just kind of uh, uh, put them out out of nowhere. Uh, it's 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 interesting. So anyway, that's the news, man. Are you ready for some new releases, sir? I am born ready for these new releases, my man. All right, here we go. So we got Hood Outlaws and Legends for pretty much every console other than the Switch. Destiny 2 looks like it's got some DLC. Season of the Splicer for all consoles where uh, the uh, Destiny 2 has been released. You still playing Destiny 2, man? Yeah, kind of sporadically hitting it up every once in a while. Um, it's actually really interesting. You started with Hood, though. Hood is something that I've been hearing really good things about, and I don't know if we've mentioned it on this podcast or not, but it, I'm actually looking forward to picking it up this week. Um, it's uh, one of those looter-shooter-style games, but it play, takes place in the medieval times, um, obviously with the name Hood, so it's robbed from the rich, give to the poor. Um, it's not the, uh, not the cryptocurrency trading app, though. This is something totally <laughs> different, and actually... A little more legit, actually. But uh, <laughs> um, if, I've heard good things about Hood. Um, a lot of people are really stoked about it, the way that they have the multiplayer, some of the maps and everything that's going on. Um, I think it's going to be kind of an overnight success, and we'll be hearing a lot more about it, I'm, I'm guessing. Right on. So, but Destiny. Don't know, don't know anything about a new DLC for Destiny 2, though. No idea. I didn't even realize there was one coming. I, just, I honestly have been, once a week, probably, a smattering here and there. Right on. Speak. Oh, go ahead. They got some kind of sorry. They got some kind of little like Olympics thing going on uh, for most of this month and last month, and I was like, eh, it's all PvP shit, and I'm just so terrible at that anyway, so I don't even pay attention. Uh, speaking of DLC, they've got some uh, DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla called Wrath of the Druids, and it's for all consoles that has uh, that have uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. My kid is still just like. I'm never going to finish this game because they keep on adding stuff. He's like 150 hours in and he's trying to, he's like, I need to finish this game. But, uh, you know, good on him for, you know, whatever. I'm like, man, you've got way more patience than I do. Monster Harvest for the PC. And before we leave for PC coming out this week. Also, uh, this is, this is cool, man. I'm excited for this stuff. The, the uh, Famicom Detective Club games are coming out for the switch uh the girl who stands behind and the missing heir uh both coming out on may 14th and that's exciting man this is stuff that you know we never got in the states and now they're re-releasing it for the switch and they're making it look all neck you know current gen and fancy pants so i'm i and i love this sort of game you know the ace attorney uh you know kind of games I, right. I, I dig that shit uh mass effect legendary edition coming to all consoles except for the switch uh mm-hmm. and then subnautica is coming to the switch and then subnautica below zero is coming to pretty much all consoles and uh speaking of my son he's excited for that he loved subnautica and he's looking forward to the below zero 
version of the game. Nice. Super cool. So that's what's coming out this week. Josh, it is time for the game spotlight. Yes, my friend. And I want to take you back for this spotlight this week, all the way back to 1989. Yeah. And I know a few months ago, on this very same show, we talked about another 1989 superhero NES title, and that was called Batman. Batman. Brilliant brilliant side-scroller by Sunsoft. Balls to the walls hard, but absolutely fucking so brilliant and so rewarding for when you could finally get through certain areas. Yeah. Konami took what uh, many would consider the other dark comic book series um, that was uh, put to the main on the big screen, uh, Ninja Turtles, and Konami was given the rights to that um, for releasing, gosh, that video game onto so many different consoles and so many different PCs back in the day. Uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System got a copy or a version of Ninja Turtles, as well as the Amiga, the Amstrad, the Atari ST, Commodore 64, DOS, MSX, and even the ZX, the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk mostly about the Nintendo Entertainment System version of the original Ninja Turtles because, obviously, through my eyes and through nostalgia, um, I have a lot of really great memories of the game, even though it is kind of panned as this uh, really terrible home port, um, really quirky awful controls um balls balls hard a hard game um that wasn't necessarily all that rewarding because you felt like you were being cheated out of every single move you would make um trying to get through the game um the gameplay is a regular side-scrolling action adventure type game um from the makers of uh, castlevania and and so many other great games um but when you kind of strip away everything to the game um it really was a unique and different style of game that i don't think a lot of people really appreciate anymore. And the fact that even when even when Konami was making sequels to the Ninja Turtle games, they stirred they steered so far away from this formula. They were like, okay, we're sorry, we're sorry. Here's that beat 'em up formula that you loved in the arcades. Here's you know more fun and more um, action adventure style games that are easier and and a little bit more uh, accessible to anyone to play and and get through. Yeah. Uh, but if you strip everything away and you go to this this original Ninja Turtles game on the NES, it's a game where you start off, you have all four of your Ninja Turtles. Um, you have an overhead scenario, similar to like Zelda 2, almost, a little bit of an RPG element where you can walk around, you can go into certain doorways, you can go into the areas and figure out kind of the way you want to um, progress through each of these stages. You don't have to just blast from left to right through the entire game. And in 1989, 99% of video games were progressing from left to right. Yep. Unless there was the rare RPGs and stuff like that, like Dragon Warrior or maybe even Zelda at that point. But this game kind of had a good combination of both elements where it was like open world enough to make you feel like you could go in different areas and you could do your own uh, way to progress through, yet straightforward enough to that, you you know, when you walk forward, just avoid the bad guys and go in the one door that's open. You know, like that's really the uh, the options that you have are pretty much linear, but it feels like it's got an open world feel to it. Right. Um, the game doesn't offer a lot as far as uh, chances. Uh, you can die in one hit. <laughs> in the <laughs> overworld, if you get ran over, you die in one hit by those tanks that are driving around or whatever. But the, the cool thing about it is all four of the Ninja Turtles are different. Um, they have different weapons, obviously, that they use. They also have different abilities and different jumping mechanics and stuff like that while you're playing through the game. And I think it's really unique. Um, like, 
if you're playing the game and say you're playing as Michelangelo, you die or you, you lose all your health, you know, in a certain level, you can use Raphael, Leonardo, and Donatello to progress through the game and then eventually find find Michelangelo held hostage somewhere and rescue him and then you get him back. And so you can kind of continue progressing through the game that way. And I really liked it. Like, it's really fun and it's kind of exciting to, like, look back and say, like, I'm going to play some Ninja Turtles. And, you know, I almost always get to this exact same point. I'll either get to the... The, the the underwater sewage levels <laughs> yes or, or get through them and then realize that the rest of the game is just as difficult as that or i get to that stage and then i just get really frustrated and quit i think most people feel the same way it's like it's kind of cool to hear the music and it's like oh i love this i'm i'm excited about this or like the first time i really experienced it was watching the wizard when um the dad and the older brother are off on the road and they uh stop at a random stinky little uh, rat infested hotel or motel and the son, Christian Slater, is hooking up a Nintendo in the hotel room, and he's playing Ninja Turtles. And then uh, the dad's like, what the hell are you doing, man? It doesn't take a lot of intelligence intelligence to run one of those things, does it? And he's like, go to hell, you know, whatever. And then he goes to sleep, and then he wakes up in the, middle of, or in the morning, and the dad's playing Ninja Turtles, and he's all excited and into it. And it's like, <laughs> I want to play Ninja Turtles now. And then I pop it in, and it's like 30 minutes later. I'm like, yeah, no, never mind. I, I'm, I'm not good enough to get through this anymore. But uh I think it's a cool game. I think it's fun to revisit, even if it's just for the nostalgic purposes or even just for a little bit here and there. But I, I and this is a statement I want to make. I think I wish Konami would have went back to this formula and perfected it. I wish that another Ninja Turtles game would have came out and it would have felt more like this. And so I liked the original uh, NES game, obviously, and I went back and I played like Turtles One and Turtles Two on the Game Boy. Again, those are super straightforward. They don't play much like this original one, um, yeah. and it's it's kind of a bummer. I think that, um, what, and I've talked about them before, but uh, Rare and, um, no, just Rare. The, the Rare and, well, I want to say Tradewest, but Rare, the company Rare, when they made Battletoads, I think they took the best elements of this original Ninja Turtles game and then the beat-em-up style, uh, like Turtles 2 and 3 and whatever, um, that came after it and kind of combined them to morph into this, like, really perfected, awesome uh, game with, like, multiple genres in it. And I, I don't know. I think Konami could have looked at that and said, like, you bastards now we need to counter this and make a really kick-ass ninja turtles game with multi-genres and side scrolling and some beat-em-up elements and all kinds of stuff they could have done it people can still do it if they wanted to i wish they would it'd be awesome but give the nes one a chance again i think it's pretty cool i remember this game i remember being super jacked for it uh this was at the height of like turtle mania and uh, i remember playing the turtles arcade game uh, in the arcade, like at, yeah. at our, at, you know, you'll, you'll know this as a, as a Merrill kid, uh, at the lesson gyms, they had the, they had the turtles arcade game and I played the fuck out of it. I plugged, I plugged probably hundreds of dollars worth of quarters and in, into that thing. And I remember being super psyched for the NES game and being like, when it came out, I was like, Holy shit, this game is tough. And, and you is. mentioned the utter underwater level. Uh, that was a that was a big one where I don't I don't know that I ever got past it, um, but I still liked it. I still liked you know the overworld that you mentioned. Um, I thought that was a neat kind of uh, kind of addition to it. But man, this game was tough. And 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 I, and my favorite character has always been Michelangelo. And I remember both Michelangelo and Raphael being kind of useless in this game. Uh, and and Donatello, who was never my favorite being the one that I always chose because he had kind of the length of the bow staff to use, you know? Yes. Yep. But yeah. Awesome for bosses. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, fun game, man. Fun game, even though it's just hard as hell. So yeah. yeah. 
Um, anyway, Josh, are you ready for the last question? If your last question is, um, why on earth did the Ninja Turtles game cover on the NES card have four pictures of Raphael? Then, uh, <laughs> that's the first, first thing I ever thought was like, why is everybody dressed like Raphael? Uh, no, then, 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 uh, no, go ask away, sir. All right. So we talked about Yakuza and how the mainline series is now going to be turn-based and more like RPG for good. Uh, yeah. I was wondering, what is a game out there, a game series that you would like to see turned into more of a an RPG, you know, more of a, you know, like like maybe it's been known as an action series in the past and you would like to see an RPG version of it with more of a story, more turn-based um, battles, stuff like that. What do you got? How about Final Fantasy uh, 15? <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at you. <laughs> um, you know what's really interesting is that years ago on the Neo Geo CD, they actually released a Samurai Showdown RPG. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, I would love to play that. And I don't know if it's been fan translated. I have no idea. But man, would that be cool to see those characters in Samurai Showdown in an RPG style game. Either that or like King of Fighters. Wouldn't it be fucking cool? To like walk through the King of Fighters universe and just like yeah. start out if it's like Mai and like Rio and like maybe Terry Bogard and it's like you run into Kim Capwan and you run into all these characters and that's an RPG or something like that. I think that'd be cool. Um, and then goes half of why I liked Card Fighters Clash so much because you're interacting with those characters from the SNK and Capcom universes in an RPG style game. Yeah. But um, um, damn. Gosh, you know, it didn't work at all for Mega Man. Because those Mega Man RPGs, I did not like. Oh um, man, those are those are hugely popular. The Mega Man uh, Legends. No, you're thinking Legends is pretty good, but that isn't a turn-based RPG. Oh yeah, you're right. You're that right. That's really more that's more that, Zelda style. That network transmissions or whatever. That was the yeah. weird card game thing that they mixed with it. Um, damn. You know what? I'd say I'd still be my dream to play Samurai Showdown RPG. That'd be uh, that'd be kicking ass. I'd I'd love that. Yeah, you know, um, it reminds me like of. Uh, you know, there's supposed to be a Virtua Fighter RPG, which kind of turned into Shenmue yeah. in a way. Um, yep. I'd love to see a Street Fighter RPG where, you know, you take on Ryu and uh, and, uh, and and Chun-Li and stuff. Um, but I'm going to I'm you know, this is this is totally cliche for me at this point because it's it's 99 percent of my answers come back to this. But I want to <laughs> see the bonk RPG, man. That, oh, that, oh, that, damn, that, is that a good answer? Yeah. Oh, we got screenshots of it even. Oh. Uh-huh. They were making it. It was in. It was in production. Uh, it was in development, and it got canceled. I would love to see that. Jeez. I would love to see the prototype of that released at, at the very least. Just be like, hey man, here here were the first few levels. Somebody, one of the developers, maybe just leaks it out on the internet, and we could we could play what they had in mind. I I don't think it I don't think based on the screenshots that are out there like if you Google Bonk RPG you can see the screenshots I don't think it would have been like amazing you no. know what they were working on it it probably wasn't great but I, I still would like to see it I'm a big fan of that Bonk universe so uh, the Bonk yeah. RPG would have been great um, I uh, you know I love I love uh, you know Mario RPG and Paper Mario and all that stuff so I would have yeah. loved to see Bonk get the same treatment. 
Totally. Great answer. Hell yeah. So anyway, that's it for us tonight. If you want to see more of our stuff, you can go to mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. On the top right of the screen, you can click on the link that will take you to our Discord chat. There's always some stuff going on in Discord. Uh, YouTube, we're at youtube.com slash mojomenace, and it's where Klaus and I post all sorts of wacky videos and things like that. And on all the social media channels, you can find us at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? Oh my gosh. I'm willing to pay money for information about Bonk RPG or Bonk 4 RPG. So please, if you got any information on that, hit me up on Twitter at underscore Joshua Turbo. Please, God, do not forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. Good Thank Lord. You. Good Lord, don't forget the underscore. Oh, Lord. All right, that's it for us. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.